You know what? I'm going to dim these lights, too. There we go. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Set a mood. Now we're talking. Oh. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's right. We're setting a sexy little mood. That's what we're doing. <laughs> it's Troubled Waters After Dark. <laughs> well, hello there. I'm Dave Holmes, and welcome to Troubled Waters After Dark. I mean, it doesn't really matter what time of the day you're listening to this. It's it's after dark in your mind. Now it is. This is the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it's the kind that pairs best with vaping and, and fondling on a congressperson. Now, to this end, <laughs> Troubled Waters pits a pair of entertainers against one another in a pop culture battle to the ego death. To win this battle, each guest will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they've been saving in a notes app to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on how many times Lauren Boebert says Beetlejuice when she, you know, finishes more weight than a civilian's. You are listening to Troubled Waters. Let's meet our guests. Our first contestant is a comic, a friend of the show, and his show, Solo, a show about friendship. So freaking delightful. I got to see it in New York, and it is uh, about to uh, reopen in New York in October and Chicago in December. It's our pal Gabe Malika. Hello, Gabe. Oh, Dave. Thanks for having me back. I love this pod. I'm excited. Oh, we love you. How uh, how have you been? I've been you great, got little, man. You got, you got a little This American Life. I did. <laughs> Yeah. A little street heat. A little street uh, heat. This American life. The, it's I funny it. when you do that podcast, somebody was like, my rabbi was talking about you at Yom Kippur yeah. services. And I was like, that's hilarious. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. God, I love it. You know, it just goes to show you there are certain, like, you know, things are, are very niche right now, uh, but certain things still have that kind of that kind of reach. Yeah, it's like we, it we feels like NPR. It. It's like uh, Joe Rogan for NPR, kind of in a fun yes. way. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Love it. Love it. Love it. Our second contestant is the writer of Teaching a Robot to Love, a new musical, which has a concert on October 15th in New York and a panel at New York Comic Con. Also a friend of the show, Laser the Boy. Hello, Laser. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited about the Beetlejuice stuff. I couldn't be more excited. Oh. It was the best thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, it's just so unbelievably wild. And like, we can't culturally like hold on to things the way that we could, even five short yeah. years ago. Like they're, they're, they, everything is, you know, it's, it's five ridiculous career ending scandals per day. You can't, the human mind can't keep them all uh, if you know, in, in the short term memory, but I, I really feel like this one is extra special. It was it's, so good because all of gay Twitter was like, Well, I mean, it's kind of awesome. Like, I we're not so how mad we don't like her, but like, no, get, getting fingered at a, a touring production of Beetlejuice is kind of like, Yeah, I mean, cool, I guess. I don't, it know. is, yeah. It's the exact funniest place for it to happen. I was really the, trying to find a way to top it, and no. If it had been wicked, no. like, who cares? 
Yeah, yeah. If, if it had been like Night Mother or or like, you know, some sort of unbelievably like grim play without, uh, you know, uh, or, or like uh, whatever, you know, any anything like more serious would have just been like ridiculous. Anything less serious. It's just it's at the exact right point. And, right. and I, I mean, I love I love the terrible dress. I, I that dress was hot. I don't know what you're talking about. I That's a good dancing. Dress. Oh, it is. It is just the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. And and I what I what I also love is just I've, I you know the, the rules are constantly changing. What can you say? What can't you say? You know, no, nobody's ever a hundred percent certain what might get them, let's say, canceled. But there is. There's something holding us back culturally from just acknowledging that they were both clearly on Molly. I mean, that's what's <laughs> yeah. going on, right? I mean, dancing in the seats, taking a bunch of pictures, vaping, groping, all of it. It's just like this is this is Molly behavior. They took uh, they took I thought a you pill were saying, and went to the theater. <laughs> I thought you were going to say culture. Why can't we say it? to say Beetlejuice? Um, but oh uh, well, yeah, it, clearly it does. Is up to clearly. two times, yeah. <laughs> Clearly it does. And my God, what great publicity for the show. Anthony King, yeah. get get your life. <laughs> I I love it. I love it. All right. Well, you have met our players. You have their thoughts. Actually, Gabe, we really don't have your thoughts on the Beetlejuice debacle. Oh, I, I love it. I just, yeah. as a musical theater kid, where it's like, maybe she's one of us. She just like grew up in the wrong area. And had she grown up yeah. in Bushwick, maybe she'd have better politics. I don't know. Yeah. You just don't That's know. the thing. It's like, Musical theater yeah. is all about being fingered in weird places. Like, that's the point. <laughs> I guess it is. I guess it is. You know what, though? Here's here's my concern. She might be, because uh, she's in her 30s. She's, like, in her mid-30s. And I, and I feel like there is a very clear delineation uh, between pre- and post-Mamma Mia musical theater people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's, you might be a fan of musical theater in the world after Mamma Mia, where, like, you know, dancing all around in your seats, maybe even getting up in the aisle is sort of expected of you. Whereas before, it would be like, what are you doing? Sit down. This, this is, you're not, you're not in a nightclub, ma'am. <laughs> anyway, all right, listen. Okay, we could talk about this all day, and I'd love to, but we're not gonna. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So players, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or overlooked story, person, event, um, fictional ghost, congressperson in a, in a, in a headdress, uh, of the last week or two, Gabe, what do you say? Uh, I'd love to start this one. This one is is uh, is a story out of Zimbabwe, which all great stories come, but it's coming to London, so it's becoming it's entering uh, the Western world. And well, the story's on the move. Oh yeah, it's on the move. And in Zimbabwe, for years, they have had something called the uh, the friendship benches where a grandma will sit on a bench and wait for you to sit next to her and then you can talk to them and like about your life. And as this moves to London and eventually New York, my idea was to add like celebrity moms. Like uh, like at this point, like Marissa Tomei is just on a bench waiting to hear from you. Like who wouldn't Jamie want Lee that? Curtis. Jamie yes. Lee Curtis. Oh. Yeah, now we're talking. Angrily drink some water next to you. Yeah, yeah, Laura yeah. Dern maybe on a certain sure. kind of, you know, like I think this is a great publicity stunt, but also like it would just be nice to talk to someone <laughs> on a bench. Yes, yes, 
Couldn't agree more. Okay. A friendship bench. So how how is it going in Zimbabwe? It's been going. They've been doing it for years. They're coming on like year 18. And it's a huge wow. hit. And finally, somebody was like, they need this in London. They're so depressed. And yeah. I so get it. Where is it happening in London? It's ha- um, it's in 2024. I don't know what could take so long. I, yeah, <laughs> I was reading this. I was like, just like, you can get them at Home there. Depot. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, I could have this up and running by three o'clock. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it started with like tragedy. Like somebody like didn't like needed help and didn't get it. And they couldn't afford the bus to like get help. And so like this was like 2004. And so they're like, uh-huh. oh, we'll just put the benches everywhere so people don't have to travel. And yeah. uh, and it's become this kind of like cultural phenomenon in Zimbabwe where they have these these literal grandmothers volunteer um, and just to like sit there all day and they're helping people solve problems. Now, are they licensed therapists? Maybe not. No. But <laughs> but neither is Laura Dern. And I'd love to talk to her. Um, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, I. I just assume my therapist has accreditation. I've like I haven't I haven't looked through it. I haven't done a search. Who checks? Who, Who checks? checks? Wow. Okay. I love it. I love that story. I find it very uplifting. Uh, Laser. How about you? Hi. Um. I am here to tell you about things that yes, you don't hi. care about and may actively dislike hearing about. But the, it's literally the only thing I care about uh, okay. is Taylor Swift, and she had chicken okay. tenders the other day. Chicken uh, tendies. Uh, with ketchup and, as the news reported, possibly ranch. And it's the best thing that's ever happened to me that they couldn't identify what it was. Um, uh-huh. So I think we all need to think about this as a people. I'm in love with her, in love with her moment. Apparently her new boyfriend wanted to give her like his number on a friendship bracelet. It's all really problematic, but it's also, it's TV for me. A gay person. Yeah. It's great. She's really leaning in, isn't she? I mean, She's I like, guess she always has lived a, an element of her life, you know, yeah. publicly. But this one, it just really feels like she's like, hey, let's do it. Let's do she's it. She's in Let a promotional cycle. Let me say, let's go. At a, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. So in is a he. promotional cycle. She's doing it. She's like, I don't know. Football? Sure. I what Whatever yeah. I need to do, I'm happy to do it. And she seems like she's having a good time. She's weighing in on the Jonas debacle. That was the greatest photo I've ever seen in my entire life. Her and Joe Jonas's wife. I'm, I think that I think, hope she's having a good time. And I feel like this is leading to another album. That's like really sad about how everyone hates her. And I'm also in for that. (laughs) Oh, but it also could be a really happy album about like what fun it is to just get in there and stir the pot. That's true. Or maybe a cooking show. You know, maybe a cooking show. Stir the pot with Taylor Swift. Uh, okay. All right. Bench versus ranch is what we got going on here. Those are your buzzing words. Keep them ready as we move forward. Let's get it popping like popcorn chicken. Ranch. Not really. Not really. But listen, we had to try. Okay. We're going to start the show with a game we are calling Pumpkin Spice or Pumpkin Psych. We are deep into... The moment every fall when a new batch of pumpkin spice flavored items hits stores and restaurants across the world, which makes some people very happy, others very angry for no good reason. I mean, it's just food. You don't you don't have to you don't have to buy it. It's just food. You can just like you can see it at Ralph's and just keep walking. You don't have to you don't have to have an opinion on it. Not everything is for you. It doesn't. I feel like sometimes you go into Trader Joe's and it's like it feels like it's a fetish you're not part of and you get jealous. I think that's what people are really like. Yeah. 
Sure. You see that cinnamon broom and you think, okay, yeah, other people are really leaning in much harder than I am, but whatever. It's fine. It's just a season. It will pass. So for this first round, we're going to keep it simple. I will give you a series of products that contain those controversial notes of cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, and ginger. And you will tell me, pumpkin spice, if it is a real product, up for sale in 2023, or pumpkin psych, if it is one that our writers made up. Uh, You must buzz in for this round. Bench and Ranch are your buzz in words. Okay, number one, Starbucks pumpkin cream cold brew. Bench. Ranch. Gabe? That's gotta be real. That is real. Well, you gotta, but you gotta say it. Oh yeah, uh, pumpkin spice, dog. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, number two, Captain Crunch's pumpkin crunch. Ranch, pumpkin spice. Yes. No, that is a pumpkin. Psych. Uh, they do have a Halloween crunch. Uh, it turns the milk green. It doesn't really change the flavor. Uh, there are, uh, however. Even though there is not a, a pumpkin Captain Crunch, there are two different uh, frosted mini wheats Captain Crunches. Okay, number three, Jack in the Box pumpkin croissant bites. Bench. Yes. God, and... that's that's got to be a pumpkin psych for all of us. No, that is a pumpkin spice. Oh, the that's world. real. <laughs> Jack in the Box. Haven't been there ever in my life. Don't intend to start now. There's no. one right down the street. It could not be more convenient. The mini tacos. <laughs> I know. I see the little mini tacos. And, and listen, I love a little mini taco. And I love a slice of American cheese. For some reason, you put them together and I don't want it. I just don't yeah, want it. That's fair. Yeah, Jack in the Box just kind of questions what is cuisine. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, and I will uh, I will never get my answer from them. I'm not going to walk through their door ever. Number four, <laughs> AMC Theaters Pumpkin Spice Kettle Corn. Uh, ranch. Yes, laser. Pumpkin Psych. Pumpkin Psych is correct. Uh, their seasonal uh, popcorn offering is caramel apple. Yeah. That's real. Uh, number five, Popeye's Sweet and Savory Southern Pumpkin Spice Biscuit. Bench. Yes, Gabe. That's got it. For, for the love of God, a pumpkin psych. That is a pumpkin psych. They used to uh, have a pumpkin cream cheese pie back in 2019. Nothing this year. Uh, love that chicken from Popeye's. Uh, we'd love to have them as a sponsor. Uh, number six, <laughs> Panera Bread, Pumpkin Crunch, Bear Claws. Ranch. Wow. Yes. I, I, that pumpkin spice, but Panera will do anything. They will not do this. That is a pumpkin <laughs> psych. Uh, a couple of years no. ago, they declared pumpkin spice over. So now their seasonal offering is a cinnamon crunch. I'm sorry. What? Yep. They oh, end- you. Yeah. They said it. They, they said it. They, they said they it. ended wow, the okay. spice wars. They ended wow. the spice wars. Very topical. Uh, number seven, Goldfish Crackers Limited Edition Dunkin' Donuts Pumpkin Spice Grams. I'll say bench. Yes. Uh, okay. That is, I'm going to say spice. That's that real. is correct. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Taco Bell Pumpkin Spice Cinnamon Twists. Ranch, I was yes, just at a Taco Bell and I did not see this, so I'm going to say psych. Psych, you are absolutely correct. You are correct. Uh, number nine, Werther's Original Pumpkin Spice Soft Caramel. Ranch, psych, please. I would like to say psych. 
That feels like that is innovation. real though. Pumpkin spice. Werther's pumpkin spice so soft caramel. Do they still do uh, stark chocolate reason? Remember those? And All he still eats the first one immediately. Uh, number <laughs> 10. Remember that? He still eats oh, the yeah. first one immediately. It was just, it was like, you're not a, you, English is not your first language, whoever wrote this They were thing. stately. They were. They were. Uh, number 10. Siggy's Icelandic skier yogurt pumpkin and spice. Bench. Yes, Gabe. That, that, that's got to be a psych. This is an American thing, right? No, no. This is pumpkin spice. It's real. It's, uh, it's oh. Siggy's Icelandic uh, pumpkin yogurt. Yum. America's so influential. We're, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're getting the yeah. Icelandic people. We're getting, the, yeah, we're getting the Icelandic people. was trying to people. stop us before it was too late. I'm telling you. know, and here's the thing, Iceland. I've seen your Sigur Rós documentary. You all have great sweaters. Just lean into that. Lean into your beautiful... <laughs> Autumn sweaters. It's, it's true. Well, pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice goes where the white women are, and I guess I, Iceland I guess. does have a lot of white women, and I get it. Never, it's n- an untapped n- resource. None whiter. None whiter. Uh, okay, at the end of that round, Gabe's got three, Laser's got two. Let's dive right in to our second round, one that we are calling, How Much Do You Think About the Roman Empire? Now, the world <laughs> is a very strange place, and we're always looking for something to react to on the internet, there's now a meme going around of people asking their boyfriends and husbands how often they think about the Roman Empire and the men saying that they think about it every day. I am a man and I, I have, I've never, ever thought about the Roman Empire in my life. I just haven't. Uh, but anyway, we don't know when this is going to stop, but we thought we would make a game out of it while it lasts and test how much our esteemed guests are thinking about the Roman Empire. It's a very simple game. I will say a word or phrase. You buzz in to say the word that connects my word to the Roman Empire. It will make sense as we go along. Maybe. We'll see. Let's find out together. And I might even give points for wrong answers, because why not? We're here. They did that in the Roman Empire, probably. Uh, Okay. Uh, So, what is the word that connects salad to the Roman Empire? Bench. Yes. Caesar. Caesar! You get it. You get it. Point to you. Uh, the famous salad with croutons and a creamy sauce. The, if, if you were like, hey, I love salad, but I, I wish it could be fattening. <laughs> Caesar salad. Uh, party. What is the word that connects party with the Roman Empire? Ranch. Yes. Toga. Toga! Have you been to a toga party? No. No, I don't have any. Either. Have those happened in the no. last 50 years? They got no, banned at my so. college. Okay. It was really? a weird loophole where, like, one year there was a toga party, it got out of control, and they were like, you can have any theme you want, it just can't be toga. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. We used to, at Holy Cross, we had a thing called uh, called The Streak, which was on the night of the first snowfall. Every, like, everybody would take all their clothes off and run around campus. And uh, and then one year, somebody did it, in like, wanted to do, like, a toga, um, but also, or, or like, a flag uh, like a toga that unfurled into a flag, but also set it on fire. And that person <laughs> fell down and got uh, severe burns. And so uh, nobody could run around naked anymore. Yeah, new to the uh, end Catholic fire. Catholic people are fucking weird is all I'm saying. <laughs> it's just, we just don't, we just need to have a, a better relationship with you gotta our pick one. sexual selves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What is the word that connects Roy to the Roman Empire? Mm, I mean, I know. Ranch. Yes. Rogers. No. Okay. Although they probably have Roy Rogers in ancient Rome. 
Yeah. Probably, but that's not it. I think Roy Rogers probably thought about the Roman Empire a lot. Is I, that bet I bet he did. He's <laughs> all man. Was. Uh, Gabe is. Want to take a? I know Roy means king. Hmm. Um, Boy. Of succession, but I don't. Uh, I don't know. Well, you were really overthinking it there, Roman. <laughs> Because Roman oh, Roy. Roman, oh, was I was so last. close. Yeah, you were close. And yet you were getting too brainy with it. Never, yeah. <laughs> never make that mistake on this show. Uh, okay, what is the word that connects Twitter to the Roman Empire? Ranch. Yes. X. X and Y. I mean, W H Y. Y to say. X and Y. And because um, it's, I mean, it means 10 or something. Yes. Is that the concept? Yes. Is it yes. the yeah. Roman numeral? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the Roman numeral for 10. Yeah. Wow, Very nice. That's really good. Is that yeah. why he named it X? No, he he's just always wanted to name things X. He tried to name PayPal. Was supposed to be X, <laughs> so yeah, stupid. back in the day. He is a real, real he's fucking- He's so dumb. He is such like a 14-year-old with a boner that he doesn't know what to do with. And just like, he's he is <laughs> mm-hmm. such a case. Yeah, he takes um, his companies like, where they have a word for things. He would he would try to name Post-it X, where it's like, no, no, no. It's absolutely, The name yeah. is the thing. yeah. And he does things at like 420 and 69, whatever. And it's like, I don't know why, like there have been so many, there have been like at least two autobi- at least two biographies of this guy. And it's like, look at him. If you can't, if you can't read him completely from <laughs> looking at him, then I can't help yeah. you. All right. What's the word that connects little with the Roman Empire? Oh, ranch. Yes. Caesar. Yeah, little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Uh, you ever had a little Caesar's pizza? Uh, I'm from New York, so we don't yeah. we don't really fuck with that. Okay. <laughs> I, I did not mean I to a, open I this up to time. a conversation about New York pizza games. And my mother's it. an Italian professor, and so uh-huh. like there was yeah, no, no little Caesar's happening. No, no, no. There's not going to be little Caesar's. Laser? I've had it one time. My mm-hmm. ex brought me there because he had a crush on the girl who ran Little Caesar or who was like working there. So I haven't been back since. Okay. Because it was it was not a great experience. That's um, also the pizza's bad. It doesn't look I have not heard great things. I have not heard great things. No. Uh okay. Finally, candle. Ranch. Yes. Roman. Roman candle. Oh, beautiful. Yes. That is correct. Laser the boy absolutely dominated in that one. Now in the lead with six. Laser the boy. Gabe has four. He will need to sit on a friendship bench and unload to uh, to an abuelita a little bit later in the day. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. The human mind can be tricky. Your mental health can be complex. Your emotional life can be complicated. So it helps to talk about it. I'm John Moe. Join me each week on my show, Depression Mode with John Moe. It's in-depth conversations about mental health with writers, musicians, comedians, doctors, and experts. Folks like Noah Khan, Sashir Zameda, and Surgeon General Vivek Murthy. We talk about depression, anxiety, trauma, imposter syndrome, and perfectionism. We have the kind of conversations that a lot of folks are hesitant to have themselves. Listen, and you won't feel as alone, and you'll have some laughs, too. Depression Mode for Maximum Fun at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Gabe Malika and Laser the Boy. Our next round is called Name That Fall. It's another round celebrating the season we are crunching our way into right now. It's a very simple round. I will give you some clues to a series of different kinds of fall. So if I said like, for example, what fall is a natural feature when a river goes off the side of a cliff, the answer would be water, right? And to clarify, fall is said in the question. So when you answer, you got to leave it out. So if the answer was, so if you said waterfall, I'd be like, no, you don't have any points. Uh, but if you just said water and then left it right up and, okay, and left out the fall, okay. So there you go. All right, keep your buzz-ins ready. We're going to start with a little clip. Okay, what fall is that song by? Bench. Yes, Gabe. Out Boy. That's correct! And you did it right. You got the formatting just <laughs> right. Good. We're back in the century. I'm ready. On you. You're doing <laughs> it. You're doing it. Okay. Uh, barely this century, though. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Okay. Uh, which fall is a 2012 Bond film featuring a song by Adele and a starring turn by Daniel Craig? Yes, Laser. Sky. Skyfall, that is correct. That's good. Okay, <laughs> uh, for number three, listen to this clip. So that is the theme song to Twin Peaks, but what fall is the name of the sung version? And for a bonus point, who sang the sung version? Mm. Uh, I should know this, but I don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Caesar. Yes. What? Uh, Oh, no, no, wrong. (laughs) Wrong Wrong, game. I took a shot. No, I appreciate appreciate the effort on that one. Uh, Okay, five, four, three, two, one. That was... Ing, Fall Ing by Julie Cruz. Okay. Which fall are part of the human reproductive system, stretching from the uterus to the ovaries? Bench. Bench. Ooh, you got in just by a nose laser the boy. Opian tubes. That's correct. Well done. Point two. I always knew having those would be an advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which fall is nearly 1,200 kilometers long, forms the tectonic boundary between the Pacific Plate and the North American Plate, and runs through California? Ranch? Mm-hmm. San Andreas T? Yep. San Andreas <laughs> San Andreas Fault. Uh, okay, one more audio clip for y'all. Give it a listen. theme song to which fall a classic british sitcom written by connie booth and a man who we wish did not have a twitter account john cleese mm. oh i know it bench uh is it all t towers no not 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 you didn't you didn't quite nail it laser oh. i was gonna say t towers there you go see oh. you did it right oh there's no l right, see t yeah, tower no l. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, is there more British sitcoms that I... <laughs> yeah. I like, okay, no, good, it's good. Just, At least I knew the sitcom. One. There's just the one. 
I don't okay. need the points. I need the credit. Uh, all right. What fall and I need the is... Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. And you're, you're running away with it. Which fall is defined by Merriam Merriam-Web- by Webster as tending to deceive or mislead? Oh, Bench. Such thinking. Yes. Is it, is it deceit? Oh, that's... That's, that would have been a good one. That would have been a good one, but no, that's not. That is not what our writers intended. Five, right, four, right. Three. Is it just? Oh wow! See, that also would have been good. Both of yours are actually better than what John Luke Roberts wrote, which was "acious," fallacious, fallacious. Mm. Very British fallacious. word from John Luke. Yeah. yeah. All right. Finally, give this a lesson. And all because a few starry-eyed dreamers like Peter Bailey stir them up and fill their head with a lot of impossible ideas. Now, what famous fall and Jimmy Stewart holiday classic is that famous speech from? This made me think Christmas, um, not fall. Uh, oh, I, so maybe I'm wrong. I, ranch. Yes. It's a wonder life. Yes! It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. That was what I was thinking. Again, I'll take I'll take the hey, you're not an idiot, Gabe. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) This is all worth worth it for Christians just like grin at like how proud of this whole game. I am. T- I mean, just the face. I, if only this were a video podcast, the, the gifts mm-hmm. that we could make <laughs> from this episode alone. At the end of that round, Laser the Boy has 11. Gabe has five. <gasps> Brutal. But it's still anybody's game. We're going to take another break, and we'll be right back with more Troubled Waters. Hey, this is Daniel Barwella, technology and data specialist. I'm here with... Kira Gowan, Ad Operations Specialist, and we are both worker owners here at Maximum Fun. October is National Co-op Month, so we're celebrating our brand new co-op and others with an event called Co-Optober. We've got special events all month long, starting with a live Q&A on YouTube, where Max Fun worker owners will answer your questions on Friday, October 6th, and much more to come. We also want to tell you about some incredible limited edition merch exclusively available to Max Fun members until the end of October. If you're already a member of MaxFun, you've shown that you care about our shows and what we do. If you also want to help launch us into this new cooperative era and show off your support, go ahead and get yourself a hat, pin, or shirt. We worked with some of our favorite artists to make them really special. For details on merch, all of our upcoming events like Meetup Day and more, visit MaximumFun.org slash Co-Optober. That's C-O-O-P-T-O-B-E-R. Happy Co-Optober! Hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Gabe Malika and Laser the Boy. It is now time for a favorite game of ours and one that we sorely need at this time of year as the days get shorter. It's motivational speeches. Now, here's the thing. At the time of recording, the WGA has announced a tentative deal. Still got to like hammer out the language, get it ratified, all that kind of thing. But it looks like a deal has possibly been done with the AMPTP QIA+. And we are maybe close to ending the first of the two strikes that has absolutely crippled the city where I live. Anyway, by the time you hear this, listener, it could all be over. We could have we could be in a, a brand new post-strike world. 
We hope so. That means it's the perfect time to wrap up this strike season with a rousing inspirational speech, like you might find in uh, in the future film adaptation of what we just lived through, Hot Labor Summer. Uh, I don't know why it's starring Greg Kinnear in my mind, but it is. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to give you prompts for dilemmas that our listeners have faced. You will mm. inspire them with your best Eugene Debs, Adlai Stevenson, Norma Ray, uh, probably probably one of the kids from Popular. There was probably a union episode of that or Glee or something. Anyway, our producer, Christian, will throw some appropriate music underneath it. That will happen in post, so unfortunately you won't have the benefit of that music. Uh, but you'll be judged on your passion, your perseverance, your personality, your perspiration, your perspective, your... Um, I'm going to stop doing that because I was about to say perineum. Uh, Things you will be leading a strike against, I will announce. uh, Okay, Gabe, you um, you you are losing. So I'm going to have you go first. Beautiful. Okay. This is a motivational speech to lead a strike against people who tell you all the details of the book that you're currently reading, even after you have been very clear that you're currently reading it. Your time starts now. Ladies and gentlemen of the book club, I'm here today to talk about uh, the indignity that is spoilers, okay? We've all been there. This happened with Harry Potter 6, right? Snape kills Dumbledore. Ruined. We know what this does to a people. It's devastating. If you haven't listened to Harry Potter, Potter, I'm so sorry. I had not gotten around to that yet. (laughs) Shit. Don't get punked there. (laughs) Well, I'm already down six, so I got to take big swings. So here's the thing. We, we deserve better, okay? No one wants to know that at the end of Lord of the Rings, they dropped the ring in there, okay? I hadn't, it's, I hadn't come to that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, <laughs> no one wants to know, uh, uh, you know, the end of, you know, those James Bond movies where he's in bed with, you know, Pussy Galore or whoever, oh, you know? I was just starting, I was just starting with James Bond. <laughs> Shit. I was going to start with the first one. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> So we deserve better, okay? We want to get to the end of this book. And if we unionize and we elect captains and maybe we walk outside Warner Brothers, I think that uh, David Zaslav and all those spoiler people will maybe keep it to themselves. And why don't we get some streaming residuals while we're at it? So let's combine forces. It's us, the auto workers, the people who have books spoiled. Uh, We're in this together. Uh, maybe one strike is about a livelihood, but our strike is about enjoying entertainment to the fullest. And we're halfway through the book, all right? So let's not let's not spoil. I don't know the road, uh, and I don't want to know what happens. I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm sure they're going to end up fine. So oh, don't the spoil. Dies. <laughs> oh, oh shit! The dies. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! This father is why we. This is why him, we march him with a with a family that's going to take care of him. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Well, and that's that's your time. That's your I time. Should be president. Uh, you know that could have been a five point speech, but you really did spoil some stuff that I was going to get to this week. This was finally going to be my time for uh, the J.R.R. Tolkien series of books. Sorry, but uh, two points. Uh, okay, Laser, uh, you are leading your union in a strike against. The servers who keep forgetting to bring you the water that you asked for four or five times. Your table definitely was like, can we just get some water? And they didn't. Yeah. Your time starts now. Okay. Okay. Folks, I think we can all agree service staff have had it too good for too long. Okay? 
They get paid <laughs> infinite amounts of pennies, I assume. So much money. They get, so much money. they get, they get tips. I don't get tips. And the least they can do is have an encyclopedic memory of everything I've asked them to do. Especially when it's outside of the system, the method that they've already done. We've all played those video games. We've played Overcooked. We've played those games where you serve tables. And sure, we're bad at it. And sure, if people ask us for stuff that we weren't expecting, we totally forget. But what we need to do is strike against these servers, which I guess just means don't go to restaurants. Uh, and, And we will show them what's up by making no market change in their income because it is so small in the first place. Thank you, everybody. Can anybody get me some water? Wow. <laughs> He's very thirsty. Laser the boy yeah. with a three-point yeah. speech. I, I honestly, you really, you had, you had my, my, you had, it was, there had been ice cubes in my veins like an icy cold yeah. glass of water, but now hot, 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 pumping hot. Wow. All right. We have a winner. Folks, oh my God! Laser the boy with fourteen points is our winner, and uh, Taylor Swift and you know whatever kind of uh, air fryer finger foods she yeah. gravitates toward is the most important thing for the next couple of weeks. Tell a friend, tell a lot of friends, That's make a friend, sit on a friendship bench, tell grandma about the chicken tendies. How about that? All right, yeah. it is now time for plugs. Tell us what you're working on, and then. To write the karmic balance in the universe, something that someone else has made that you want the world to know about. Laser? Uh, I am working on, my musical is, is coming to New York. We're doing a concert okay. here. If you're a fan of uh, trans stories, Hedgehog's Cheese, or Travis McElroy, these are all things involved in this show. It's all queer people wow. and Travis McElroy, as the world should uh-huh. be. Um, <laughs> yeah. Come check us out at Green Room 42. It's a very delightful story about uh, about disaster lesbians actually accidentally creating human life, as they frequently do. Um, sure. And and something else to plug. You know, I plugged her last time, but I'm going to do it again. My friend Amy Spalding is an incredible YA and uh, a, a, adult book author, and she just won an HRC award, which is so deserved and so amazing. And her dress was amazing. So I guess I'm just plugging Amy Spalding's Instagram. Go check it out. It's Great. very good. Just plug Amy Spaulding as a person and a concept. Yeah, as a con, the concept of Amy Spaulding. <laughs> yes, we'll take it. Thank you, Laser. Gabe, how about you? Uh, please come see my solo show, Solo, in New York uh, at the Connolly Theater upstairs. It's entirely self-produced. It's a massive financial risk, so it would be lovely <laughs> if people showed up. Um, and listen to me on This American Life. And we're doing the show in Chicago also at the Den Theater the week before Christmas. Five shows. Um, so that's exciting. And something I love. Oh man. So my buddy Graham K has a solo show called Pete and me, a non-depressing look at a family with autism. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, Graham's done the tonight show. He's the best. Um, we help each other about solo shows. That's also running in New York right now. So if you like solo shows, which is the only thing I care about, uh, come see me and come see Graham. Great. 
Uh, I am Dave Holmes, and you're hearing my voice right now. Um, and the thing that I, because I, uh, I, you know, I've mentioned this on the show before, but the Friendship Bench talk got me thinking about the app Landed, which is now uh, available in the App Store. You don't need uh, like a code. It's out of beta, as far as I can tell. Landed is an app in which you, every, um, like every Monday, you have a prompt to leave a voice note uh, where you talk about three things that you are grateful for and then maybe a challenge that you are going through. You then get paired up with someone on a Tuesday morning. You hear their message. They hear yours. And you can go back and forth until the uh, the, the until that Saturday. Um, I just had a great little back and forth with, uh, with a, a guy in New York, a chef in New York last week. Um, I, I just uh, got a lovely message from somebody first thing this morning. It is the friendship bench that you can find on your phone. Uh, and I've mentioned it here before, and uh, and a couple of listeners have actually uh, downloaded it. And I know that because I got paired with them, which is really fun and cool. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, landed. It is now on the uh, in the App Store or whatever the Android version of that is. I don't know. Uh, get it. It's fun. Uh, all right. Gabe Malika, Laser the Boy, thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters. It's always fun to hang out with the both of you. Yeah, this thank was you. You're the best. And you're there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Gabe Malika. Make a noise. Oh, yeah. Blazer the boy. That's a me. Yeah. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas. Let's hear it. Little Caesars rules. Oh, <laughs> get out of here. You're fired. And Laura Swisher. Bye. Pizza, pizza. Maximum fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.